0: And so we move on to Mulakhas al fiqh And in the last lesson, we began which Ba'ath or which Kitab? Is it was Ahkam al Ghusl, the rulings uh, connected to al Ghusl, the ritual bath that we perform. The Sheikh, he mentioned um, that the mujibat that the of al Ghusl, those things that Necessitate a uh, uh, ghusl are uh, how many? Six. Six. And we may mention, uh, and we, or we only had time to make mention of some of them. Uh, the first of them, does anyone remember? Khruj al Mani. That is the uh, ejaculation. That is ejaculation. Um, and when um, that sexual discharge is released, then that is something that necessitates. Rhusol the
1: second
0: Nam that is yani, uh, when intercourse takes place, when uh, yani, the, the male private part enters the private part of the female. Um, even if Yani there is no ejaculation. Um, that necessitates al-ghusul na'am. For whoever uh, yani requires more detail uh, with regards to that which has passed in this uh, particular uh, yani, uh, chapter here then yani he can or she can refer back to uh, the previous lesson. Na'am. And so we come to athalith. We come to the third matter which obligates ghusl upon the Muslim na'am. And so we listen to the shaykh and then the translation.
2: تعريف سلام الكافر عند طائفه من العلماء فإذا أسلم الكافر وجب عليه الغسل لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أمر بعض الذين أسلموا أن يغتسلوا ويرى كثير من أهل العلم أن اغتسال الكافر إذا أسلم مستحب وليس بواجب لأنه لم ينقل أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كان يأمر به كل من أسلم فيحمل الأمر به على الاستحباب جمعا بين الأدلة والله أعلم
1: Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim The third, embracing Islam When a disbeliever embraces Islam For the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam commanded some of the new converts to Islam to perform ritual bathing following declaring their Islam However, many scholars view that it, it is desirable, not obligatory For a new convert to take a ritual bath as the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has never been reported to have commanded every new convert to do so. So the ruling here is that it is regarded as desirable according to reconciliation between the various legal proofs in this regard and Allah was best.
0: Now, so this is the third matter according to an opinion from the opinions of the scholars. Uh, The Islam of the Kafir when a non-Muslim becomes Muslim. So a matter that is important for those who are busy with da'wah, those who are involved in giving da'wah and calling the people to Islam, whether the one who accepts Islam, whether he needs to make the ghusl or not. And so you've already heard that there's a difference of opinion. Um, And so um, there are those, a ta'ifa and a group from the scholars who uh, hold that when the non-Muslim accepts Islam, wajaba alaihi ghusl, that ghusl is Upon him. That is because uh, they refer back to a number of ahadith wherein there is mentioned that the messenger of Allah وسلم, he commanded those who uh, يعني, uh, accepted Islam and became Muslim that they perform the ghusl and you have with uh, with you for those who have the texts, uh, you have it in Arabic, I'm not sure if you have it in the English. Um, but Yani there's a mention of those ahadith. Uh, yani um, and a mention of those companions and those who yani were, were ordered to to make the usul. And so you have in the footnote, wa kama amara Thumamah, ibn 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 uh khalik Wathila ibn Ashqah, qad qattada wa Aqil ibn Abi Talib. Likewise, Qais ibn Asim, which you don't have in the footnote, Qais ibn Asim. Uh, the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he commanded him to make the ghusl وَالْأَصْلُ فِي الْوَجُوبِ مَاذا؟ well, uh, F1O, وَالْأَصْلُ فِي الْأَمْرِ مَاذا؟ <laughs> wujub نعم the uh, يعني, يعني got, it, got it twisted there but يعني وَالْأَصْلُ في, فِي الْأَمْرِ the origin with the command is that it is for وَجُوبِ it is obligatory and that's the, that's the origin unless there's something else that comes along some of the evidence Comes along and takes that away from obligation, takes it away from obligation. So, يعني, this is uh, يعني, um the view of those scholars who say that it is wajib, and that is the position of Sheikh Al Albani, rahimahullah. Um, and yeah, um, uh, we have those who um, say that, yeah. Yeah, yani, almost like a third position. For here the Sheikh he mentioned Yani two positions he mentioned wujb, obligation, then he mentioned those who say that it is mustahab. However, there are those who say that Yani it is Yani, uh, yani it is uh, yani, highly stressful yani, if not obligatory. Yani closer, closer to being obligatory. And the argument that is used For those who say that it is mustahab and not wajib, they use the argument that if it is something obligatory, then it would have come through so many different narrations and through so many different companions. Uh, And uh, and and the fact is that it hasn't come in such a way. Something which is a must and obligatory, Hmm? it must يعني, uh, if if that was the case then it must have يعني, uh, reached all of the companions and they would and, and يعني, a, a greater number would have narrated it however Sheikh ibn thamin he mentions uh, عدم النقل, عدم النقل hmm? يعني, it's, a, it's a principle uh, and, a, and a good principle and that is that yeah, and the absence of narrating and transmitting this is not a transmission of absence, if that makes sense, yeah, meaning the absence of the companions narrating it is not yeah, and it, them narrating that, it, it, that the obligation isn't there, is that clear? Now, and so just cause we don't find the narrations and a large number of them narrating, that doesn't negate يعني, and they, they, that doesn't, that's not from them a negation of the obligation. Now, um, uh, however, as we said that there, there are those who, who um, يعني, uh, they see that it is mustahab, it is recommended, such as Shaykh Ibn, Ibn Baz, rahimahullah, he held it to be uh, something which is mustahaba, not wajib. Um, and that is because um, yani, um, yani, there, there, there wasn't a large number of, of, of companions who narrated this. And so yani, they, they seek to combine and reconciliate between the uh, various uh, evidences. Um, Wallahu a'lam. Allah knows best. Now, Ar-ra-ba-ah, the fourth uh, mujib from mujibat, uh, al ghusw.
2: الرابع من موجبات الغسل الموت فيجب تغسيل الميت غير الشهيد في المعركة فإنه لا فالشهيد في المعركة لا يغسل وتفاصيل ذلك تأتي في أحكام الجنائز إن شاء الله تعالى.
0: See rulings on funerals. No. What was the last thing? Except for?
1: Except for martyrs.
0: Huh? What came after that? Was there anything else?
1: Yeah,
0: in brackets. See see rulings for funerals. See rulings? Oh, okay. On funerals. On funerals, No. No, no, no. Anyway, so from those things that necessitate and obligate, the ritual bath is death. فَيَجِبْ الْمَيِّتِ So, uh, it is obligatory to wash the dead, to give the dead, the deceased, a bath. غَيْرَ الشَّهِيدِ Meaning, not the martyr, the one who dies on the battlefield. فَإِنَّهُ لَا As has come in the hadith, uh, where the messenger of someone when there was يعني, um, that, that individual who, who, who died on the battlefield, and he commanded that he not be yani, um, washed, and a number of them that they not be uh, washed um, naam and that is that they uh, yani, that they are to be that they are to remain in that state with that blood and so on that they, yani, that they shed um, yani, or that they, yani, uh, that was spilled in the way of Allah um, naam. Uh, and the Sheikh mentions and the Tafaseel and the details of this will, will follow In the Ahkam uh, of the Janais, those rulings connected to the funerals, the funeral prayer and so on, Inshallah Ta'ala. Now, um, what about, okay, so this is referring to uh, Washing the deceased. What about the one who washes the deceased? Zina have to make a ghusl. That's another matter now. Huh? So you understand what we're talking about? The first, yani, is uh, the deceased himself or herself. It's obligatory for us to wash them. But now we're talking about the one who washed the deceased. Is that obligatory? No? difference of opinion. Difference of opinion. Now, yeah. four, four positions um, from them. Those who say that it is, it is, yani mustahab recommended it is recommended from them those who say uh, al-wujub al-wujub yani it is obligatory from them those who say that it is obligatory when washing a disbeliever but not a believer because the believer is clean and pure as has come the messenger of some he said that the believer lions but if it doesn't become impure, the Muslim doesn't become impure when he dies. Hmm? So touching him, and as we know, touching that which is najas, hmm, doesn't break doesn't يعني, break the wudu necessity also. So for example, um, يعني, um, when um, you come in contact with the urine. So for example, you have a you have a baby, a child, and you come in contact with urine. That doesn't break wudu. Touching urine itself doesn't break wudu, but it's impure. And you have to wash. It's obligatory upon you to wash it, but it doesn't break your wudu itself. There's a difference between urinating yourself and touching it. Yes, you're you, urinating yourself, defecating, going to the bathroom yourself, that breaks your wudu. Huh? But you, touching urine, coming in contact with urine itself, doesn't break your wudu. Uh, but you have to wash the, يعني, your hand and whatever. Now, and so, uh, يعني, again, with the deceased, um, uh, يعني, those who say that the washing of the Muslim doesn't يعني, uh, necessitate also, but the washing of the disbeliever does, because there's a hadith, the hadith where the messenger of Allah Ali uh, ibn Ali ibn Talib, Ali, Ali, Ali uh, he came to the messenger of Allah And he said uh, that, that old sheikh uh, Or your, your, your uncle uh, That sheikh has died Meaning his father His own father Abu Talib Has died Who is the uncle of the messenger of He has died So the Prophet Commanded him يعني, to, 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 to wash him And to bury, to bury him Now Now um, uh, and there's a mention within the narration, or in one of the wordings uh, and that he commanded him to make the ghusl. So those who say, or those who hold this position, they use this as the proof. However, that particular wording there, that particular wording there that he commanded him to wash. Yeah, there's uh, some speech concerning the authenticity of that. Um, so that leaves us uh, uh, with the fourth position and that is that it is, it is not recommended. That it is not recommended, it is not obligatory, not even recommended. Now, uh, the strongest seems to be the first position that it is mustahab, mustahab, uh, recommended. Yani that is, uh, yani, uh, due to the reconciliation between all the evidences. And don't want to really go into any yani, detail on that. Um, but yani, that is yeah, uh, yani, uh, the zubda or the yani, the um, summary of uh, that matter there. Nam and so we come to. يعني الخامس والسادس the fifth and the sixth uh, uh, موجبات فالموجبات uh, العصل نعم
2: الخامس من موجبات الغسل الحيض والنفاس قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم للحائض وإذا ذهبت حيضتك فاغتسلي وصلي قوله تعالى فإذا تطهرنا Ya alfiyya bilikti al Menstruations bleeding
1: are the fifth and sixth cases in which ritual bathing is obligatory for women. For the Prophet said to a woman, So when your menstruation period begins, give up performing prayer, and when it ends, wash up the blood, i.e. take a ritual bath, and then perform prayer. Moreover, Allah commands men to, to approach, not to approach their wives in case they are in a state of menstruation until they have purified themselves, uh, Quran Al Baqarah uh, ayah 222, i.e. through ritual bathing following the menstrual period.
0: So that's the uh, fifth and sixth mujibat what's the fifth Hair, which is menstruation the sixth nifas which is after birth postnatal bleeding so that's the fifth and the sixth and we heard the evidences there uh, the statement of the messenger of and when um, uh, when uh, your, يعني, your uh, period uh, comes to you for the woman, for um, uh, so leave off the prayer, and don't pray. Uh, and when it leaves and when it finishes, uh, عنك, uh, يعني, um, uh, once the menstruation is over, that she should yani uh, perform the ritual bath. Uh, and, and wash away the blood and then pray. Now, so that is the evidence in the Sunnah and likewise we heard the evidence in Surah Al-Baqarah in the Quran فَإِذَا, تطحرنا, فَإِذَا تطحرنا, يعني uh, when they um, finish their uh, menstru- menstrual cycles um, that they should perform the ghusl after that. Now, um, the sheikh now he, he mentions the sifa of al ghusl we'll leave that till, till next week but uh, يعني, uh, We're going to touch on another issue, but just to recap, let us recap those six points that we've covered so far. The first, khuruj al-mani, the uh, releasing of the sexual uh, discharge. Naam. Second. Naam. The insertion of the penis into the female, uh, uh, private part, um, and that is even if there is no ejaculation as we covered last week. Now, the third? Naam. so the, uh, uh, Mus- the kafir becoming Muslim, the non-Muslim, accepting in Islam, but we mentioned there's a difference of opinion there. Naam. so that was the third, the fourth, washing the dead body, and the fifth and sixth. Nam, uh, postnatal, bleeding, and uh, kathalik, uh, menstruation. The matter of الجمعة hmm? الجمعة يعني whether نغسل um, الجمعة إذا هو عجب خلاف قوي one known difference of opinion here. And so we try to touch on that very briefly, like, uh, within five minutes or maximum ten minutes. Um, the Rusul Yawm al-Jum'ah, um, as we said, difference of opinion, with Sheikh Ibn of the former Mufti of Saudi Arabia, uh, he held that it is Sunnah Mu'akkada, a well-known position from the position of the scholars, that it is, it is Sunnah Mu'akkada, a stressed Sunnah, that it is a stressed Sunnah. And, يعني, that goes back to uh, يعني, um, uh, making on a, or an attempt to reconcile between Conflicting evidences or evidences that يعني, uh, would indicate, some of them would indicate obligation and others indicate that it is something recommended. Uh, and so from those evidences, uh, محتلم, that the ghusl of the day of Jum'ah is wajib, obligatory upon every محتلم, every Yani person who is Bale and every person yani reached the age of puberty. Um, and that he يعني, uh, uses the suwaq and that he uh, applies perfume, the hadith uh, of the messenger of, wherein he said that when one of you comes to or reaches Jum'ah then let him let him perform the and other hadith however um, uh, the meaning of wajib here, as many of the scholars mentioned, Sheikh bin Ba, likewise Sheikh Rozam he's mentioned uh, numerous other places. Uh, that the meaning of wajib here is uh, uh, something which is stressed and this could take place in the Arabic language that wajib itself, just hearing wajib you may think oh wajib because that's what we know that terminology that we are aware of but wajib itself um, can mean in the Arabic language um, can mean something stressed Sheikh mentions like in the the language of the Arabs they say um, to to, um, uh, they say to one another, Hatqa حق, علي واجب." You're right upon me is wajib, meaning متأكد. It is, it is stressed and something, yani strong, نعم. And so, يعني um, we find that um, we have a number of evidences which from which we would understand from them that it is obligatory. But then we have other evidences where we would understand that it is not because. The mention of ghusl in the hadith wherein the Messenger of Allah said whoever from amongst you reaches Yom al-Jum'ah let him take the ghusl, let him use the siwak, let him apply perfume. They say that the Messenger of Allah in this hadith, he coupled ghusl with things that are well known in the religion, well known with the ijma'ah, consensus of the Muslim Ummah, that they are not wajib, such as the siwak. No one from the scholars says that it is obligatory. Likewise, perfume, applying perfume. No one says that it is obligatory. So here, the Messenger of, of Allah he coupled the ghusl with these matters that are well known to be mustahab. So here, they say that this is something which takes the meaning of, uh, the, 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 the meaning of wajib, which we will understand from the other evidences, takes it away from wajib to mean mustahab. That which took place in the time of uh, Amr when he was given the khutbah on Jum'ah, on an occasion. And when Uthman, radiallahu anhu, when he came and he came late, and um, he inquired, Umar, and uh, he mentioned Uthman, he mentioned that يعني, he, he, يعني, he يعني, was, was held back and he had to suffice with making wudu. And Umar, radiallahu anhu, he sh- showed his rejection. He, he said, uh, يعني, not just that you were late, but you suffice, you, you only made wudu, that's it. Hmm? And so uh, the scholars, they use this to say, and in fact this is the evidence that is used by both parties from them those who say that this is the evidence to say that it is not wajib why because uthman had it been wajib uthman would have made the anhu. he would have made the also but then it is, it cannot, it is it's also used by those who says that those who say that it is wajib because Umar showed his rejection Na'am. and so this is used and evidence used by both parties Naam. Um, but this is yeah and in in, in in summary or um, يعني, uh, uh, the position of those who say that those who say that it is mustahab or sunnah mu'akkadah now but then we have uh, those who say that it is wajib those who say that it is wajib and Sheikh Al-Albani he holds this position and likewise Sheikh uh, Ibn Taymiyyah uh, he holds his position uh, and that is because the origin the origin is those ahadith that mentioned the wujub, the obligation, they are aqwa isnadan. they are stronger in their chains of narration uh, and in what they indicate and what they, يعني, uh, they point towards. Um, and um, يعني, the rejection of Omar shows that it was something understood amongst them, يعني, that is obligatory and the fact that no one else from the companions and those who were present. No one else did, yani, disagreed with the Umar. It shows that this is something that, yani, that was obligatory. Um, and uh, Sheikh Ibn Thamin, he mentions a good point, And that is that, um, yani, he says that those scholars or those um, uh, yani, people of knowledge, and those Imams who thought that there's some yani, contradiction here, um, he mentioned that they yani, um, haven't truly understood the fact that you have those evidences that show the obligation and then those evidences that apparently show that yani, they are not obligatory um, or yani, they show the, the virtue. They show the virtue of ghusl on that day. Mm-hmm. And they yani, uh, confused yeah, any, uh, or, or they became confused with regards to these two groups of evidences, thinking that there's contradiction. But the sheikh he mentions there's no contradiction. You have those evidences that show the obligation, and then those evidences which are just showing the 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 the, the virtues, the virtues of yeah, any, um on that day. Um, and so um, the sheikh he mentions that there is no uh, yeah. Any, uh, Contradiction in reality and the sheikh he mentions that that uh, evidence that is used the evidence that is used um, Yeah and, um, and in particular that hadith which is used by those who say that it is it is not obligatory and recommended Man and there are a number of evidence as I said, this is uh, yeah, I'm summarizing Yani yeah, to the to the max here because it's a, it's a long mas'ala. It is يعني, a, a deep issue. Um, however, from those evidences that they use This is a proof used by those who say it is not obligatory. That whoever uh, makes the wudu' Then there is يعني, uh, something blessed and something good. اختصل, and whoever performs the ghusl فَالْغُسُلْ أَفْضَلُ Whoever performs the ghusl, then that is better. So look, they say, look, there's clear evidence that you can make wudu' and suffice with wudu' However, if you perform the ghusl, it is better. So this is a proof of who? Which group?
1: says mustahab.
0: Those who hold, it is mustahab, not obligatory. However, Sheikh Ibn Dhammeen, he says, first and foremostly, um, from the angle of his isnad and his chain, it is weak. Secondly, the Sheikh, he mentions that if we look closely into uh, the um, wording of this hadith, it is not from the usloob and not from those mannerisms or the manner in how the Messenger of Allah used to speak, and that, uh, yani, the eloquent Arabic that he he had, and blessed that yani that, that he was given, uh, because the Sheikh mentions this wording: "Man The ain al damir. Where does this damir? Where does this pronoun go back to? Um, yeah, yani he Sheikh mentions that there is something of rakaqa here, something of weakness when, as it relates to the language. So he says that that which, yeah, and seems to be, yeah, um, uh, yani, um, the correct matter when it comes to this particular evidence that is used, that it is the speech of other than the Messenger of Allah. Now, now, uh, however, um, there is another position actually, and that is the position of Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah. And as far as I remember, like he, he, the sheikh of Ibn Qayyim, Sheikh Hussam Ibn Taymiyyah, but definitely the position of Ibn Qayyim. And that is that again, a reconciliation between the, the positions. That is that whoever on al Jum'ah from the men, because this is referring to the men. All of this we refer to is, is the men. However, al Juma finds a, a false stench or smell that, that comes from him. For him, it is obligatory. For him, it is obligatory to make the ghusl yom al As for the one who doesn't find that, then it is mustahab. It is recommended, highly recommended. So that is the position of the Muqayyim, rahimahullah. Uh, the last mas'ala very quickly. Um, does the ghusl that a person may make from janaba on yom al-jum'ah and you have to have an intercourse or after uh, ejaculation um, does that suffice for that also that يعني, is ob- obliga- obligatory to, put, to, to, to carry out Yom al-Jama'ah so that is another matter um, perhaps يعني, we will uh, leave that unless there is someone who can answer that for us
1: huh?
0: Khilaf that's the easiest and the most uh, 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 you have more chance of getting it right if you say that now. Um A Shaykh bin Ubaz will just finish with it actually, because uh it's not too much. Um Shaykh bin he he says that uh, if it takes place in the Nahar in the Nahar in the daytime. In the daytime, after Fajr, a person after Fajr had relations. Example, and he's in the state of Janaba. However, Jum'ah is coming up. Starting with Jummah is about to come up. Sheikh mentions, yes, يعني, if he makes the ghusl, and he intends by way of that to get out of that state of Janaba, out of that state of that major ritual, impurity, at the same time, he intends that ghusl for Yom al then that suffices. Uh, likewise, Sheikh Sheikh ibn again, as long as it is after Fajr in the morning or in the daytime yani before juma now um, however uh al-sheikh al-albani rahimahullah he says no and the hasil or the summary of uh, يعني, uh, of this is the fact that or it comes back to the matter of joining a fil whether those actions of worship can 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 يعني, come together and one of them suffices over the other Hmm. there 's some detail here, perhaps yaani, we can cover that next week um, um, but similar to this is for example, Tahiit al Masjid Um as we know in the hadith uh, that one of you if he enters the masjid, then he shouldn 't sit down up until he performs two units of prayer and he comes with raq'atan. However, the matter if a person comes, he comes into the Masjid and he wants to pray. He wants to pray the sunnah, two raq'a. let's say before dhuhr, salat al-dhuhr. Does that suffice for ta'ayat al-masjid? Or he comes into the masjid and they're praying and he joins straight away, he joins the imam. Does that now suffice, that obligatory prayer? Does it suffice for the two that you have to يعني, um, pray or not, يعني, not sit down before you pray? So here the scholars, they mention, yes, yes, yeah, it's, it suffices. It's, but this detail, this detail which inshallah will cover, likewise, um, when making, uh, and making umrah and hajj together, that can, you can make one tawaf and it suffices for the tawaf of umrah and the tawaf of hajj and other matters, b'inna la ta'ala will cover uh, next week. Now,